What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining us is our good pal, Mr. Jason Koopsik. How are you doing over there? Pretty good. I'm actually really excited. You know, why Why are you excited, first of all? Here, 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 real quick. I, you'll know. Okay. I'll play this little thing, and you'll know. It's happening tonight, actually happening right now, but here. Is that the X-Files? Yeah, you couldn't hear it? I could hear it. I could hear it. I, uh, yeah, a lot of people are freaking stoked about the, uh, the return of the X-Files. Now, as we, as we record, yeah. yeah, so as we record this, um, it is Sunday night, you know, when we do the, uh, the news segment recording, uh, for the Ectoplasm show, and, yeah. So I'm I'm really sorry that you're missing it on account of on the count of the show. <laughs> so I'm gonna watch it after. after Very the cool. Show. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. It's also airing. It's, it's two parts. Is that correct? It's Sunday and Monday night. Well, no, it's more. It's more than that. It's um, well, yeah, it's more than that. So it's a two part start. Start right. To exactly. Whatever their season. So they have it tonight and tomorrow night, and then next week it'll be Monday. And then the Monday, I don't know how long it's going for. I think it's maybe eight, six or eight. But the first one's tonight, and then the ne- second one is tomorrow night, and then it'll be Monday nights from for, for the rest of their season or whatever. That's awesome. But, yeah, a lot of people are freaking stoked about this, um, the return of the X-Files. I mean, Christ, it's only been, what, 13 years, 14 years, something like that? Yeah, they needed to finish it too. Yeah, exactly. They promised with this, Chris, or he promised with this to to finish the story because that was the whole point of this. But I was reading a story the other day that states he has already written the plot to the next X Files movie. Really? See, mm-hmm. now I do know that uh, the the main stars of of the show itself. And everybody pretty much involved with the show is very interested in continuing the series. I mean, yeah. I know that they want to take well, it I mean, farther it, than it, this. It's a massive payday. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, now, speaking of the X-Files, and since this is the, uh, the, you know, the news portion of the Ectoplasm show, I wanted to uh, bring this up. Um, the X-Files creator, uh, Chris Carter, um, he actually did a, an interview here, and it says that he, he thought that the FBI was actually going to shut them down, the show, um, because they were um, too close to the truth, in his, in his words, too close to the truth. Now, honestly, it sounds like a good marketing ploy before the start of this show. Exactly. I'm like, that's exactly where my mind went also. But real quick here, it says uh, creator, writer, director uh, Chris Carter tells a real life tale about the show in its early days. uh, That's worthy of the show's catchphrase. The truth is out there. Um, He says, quote, I had someone come up to me during the original run of the series who said they worked in some high place in a secret government agency and 
said that we were very close to the truth. Now, this is obviously a, an interview he did with the Huffington Post. Uh, he also goes on to say, I didn't know whether to take the person uh, at their word or not, but I can tell you this. When I wrote the 1993 pilot, uh, I actually called the FBI to do some research, and they were nice enough, uh, but didn't really give me the time of day. Uh, he goes on to say, then all of a sudden, as we got close to airing, the FBI called and said, who are you and what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, and for a second, I thought it was going to be the long, um, long arm of the law coming in to, to shut us down. Uh, but yeah, like we said, it's been 14 years uh, off the air, and uh, it's it's back up and running as of right now. It's it's ready to roll now. Um, but uh, he he goes on to say that the FBI actually became kind of unofficial fans of the X Files. Which well, is of kind of funny, right? But he says, and uh, as a member of the FBI Citizens Academy, you know, he's had a chance to hang out with some of the guys and go to the shooting range and things of that nature. So it's pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. So even if, like, for the most part, <clears throat> people in certain fields tend to follow shows in their field. I mean, absolutely. It, that doesn't pigeonhole that show to only FBI people watch it. Of course, we know that. Right, right. But why wouldn't why wouldn't they watch it? Why you know, wouldn't they be into that kind of stuff? I know a I lot. Mean, even if they weren't into the paranormal stuff, it's still an FBI show, right? Now I do know a lot of uh, like doctors and nurses and things like that that um, absolutely love the show, like Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> you know what I Scrub. mean? It, yeah, right. But they said like Grey's Anatomy, although it's like really well written, is like so far-fetched <laughs> like yeah. well obviously it's a it's a tv drama you know so yeah i i i'm guessing it's just a way to market the show i would mention that the fbi so. was wanting to actually shut me down right i would totally agree with that a boost i mean i don't know how much more of a boost the show actually needs but oh my god are you kidding um, me yeah I mean, people are freaking out about this and have been for months now so, little side note. Yeah, of, um, it's off, very often when a show has to do with the FBI or or police force or even military, they will contact their, you know, they have they actually most military branches have people that um, work with movies in order to get things right. Oh, sure, that makes sense. Um, a little a little bit of trivia. The movie Independence Day, the original one. Sure. The the military, the Air Force, and everybody was all on board with advising the people in the movie and the writers and everything, and they were helping them out until they got to the part that brought in Area 51, and then they completely dropped and said that they couldn't advise the movie anymore. No way. That's true. That's crazy. Holy yeah, they shit. didn't want it to be associate. They didn't want to be associated with a movie that depicted <laughs> Area Fifty One as having aliens. They're like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna help you with this movie." Oh wait, that's far enough. No, we better not. <laughs> no, my boss is gonna be pissed if I if I tell you anything. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is good shit. Oh my god. Now I want to just put this out there too. If you guys have a. Uh, I can uh, I don't know like any kind of a news story or something like that that catches your eye. I want you to let us know and reach out to us at uh, ectoplasmshow at gmail dot com or 
at Ectoplasm Show on Twitter and Instagram and the Ectoplasm Show on Facebook. And you can also reach out to us via phone now. Uh, 913-730-7255 is the Nobody Ectoplasm. Has Nobody's done that yet. Has, has Rick I Rose be- done that yet? No, I want to hear your beautiful voices out there telling us what we're doing wrong. That's what I want to hear. We want to know why we suck. <laughs> oh my gosh. I got to tell you though, man, I've been like binge watching the shit out of a new show on Netflix. I don't know how new it is, but it's a, uh, it's called the following with Kevin Bacon. It's Hol- a few years old. I haven't watched it myself, but I know Holy it's a few years old. Holy crap. That show is insane in a really cool way. Really cool way. So, yeah, that's what I've been up to. <laughs> no, well, we'll, you want to hear about how we're all going to die? Yeah, there's always these stories. And I actually, I pulled a uh, I pulled a how we're going to die type story as well. So, yeah, but yeah. I want you to go first. So, headline is experts warn world elite about killer robots. Killer robots robots see now we're screwed this comes from yeah it comes from fizz.org which is phys.org sweet at the world economic forum meeting in davos switzerland a group of experts warned the power brokers in attendance that more needs to be done to monitor their creation and use of autonomous weapons really the panel of scientists and weapon experts expressed concern that little is being done to discuss the potential ramifications of unleashing such killer robots into the battlefield and beyond. (laughs) Wow. Wow. They were talking about the possibility of drones and other things that are working on their own becoming or not working on their own becoming autonomous and controlling themselves. That on this story on top of another story I have from the mysterious universe, U.S. military plans cyborg soldiers with PC brain connections. What the hell? The U.S. military announced a new project whose goal is to implant a chip and a port in the brains of soldiers so they can communicate directly with computers and turn them into cyborg fighting machines. Is this real? So they won't have to put down any electronics that they have in order to do this. The ultimate goal, according to the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, which is DARPA, is to create devices that can be controlled by thought alone. Holy hell. The project is called the Neural Engineering System Design. NESD Program Manager Philip Alveda envisions the implanted chip being one cubic centimeter the size of two stacked or two nickel stack having the ability to translate electrochemical signals into binary signals and vice versa at super fast speeds on the battlefield the chip would ultimately connect to intelligent devices that would enhance a soldier's vision hearing and decision making holy shit and this is real this is this is absolutely real yeah well it'll require more innovations in neuroscience, synthetic biology, low-power electronics, and other like medical device packaging. But DARPA expects to get all of that in four years out of a $60 million budget from President Obama's Brain Initiative. 
Okay, so I was just going to ask, like, for, like, a timeline, basically. Now, I was just, I was going to say, like, isn't this feasible in the next decade? Oh, absolutely. Exactly. now they're going to be controlled by some computer system, possibly. I mean, I know that that's not what it says here. But you're tapping into someone's brain with electronics that not only can, you know, take your thoughts and do what you want with it, it can give you thoughts as well. That was my that was my point. So I'm like, okay, so let's say that a, a guy can, I don't know, manipulate some form of machinery in front of him in some way, right? Now, how how hard would it be for the person on the other end of that computer or signal or whatever to just basically make you do whatever you or whatever they want you to do? I mean, it would have to be theoretically possible. If you if you can do it the other way, you have to be able to do it the, the you know the exactly uh, yeah. Or the machine controls you, or the person controlling the machine controls the soldier. Okay, that's just completely jacked up. Like I get it. It's to enhance their capabilities on the battlefield, where they can control their their equipment with their thoughts. But the way that it would have to work, it would have to also work the other way I would think yeah absolutely I, I don't know I keep I keep picturing uh, Will Ferrell being interviewed on the movie uh, Talladega Nights where he's like I, I, I don't know what to do with my hands you know what I mean <laughs> because you wouldn't even need your hands hypothetically and theoretically speaking you wouldn't necessarily need your hands and for anything so what I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, speaking of uh, more doom and gloom here, like more more end of the world type things. I don't know how many of you people out there uh, heard about this, but it was all over social media and things of that nature. Um, the whole like new planet that they found um, has a lot of conspiracy theorists. You know, claiming that this giant planet that's, you know, kind of lurking on the edge of the solar system um, is, in fact, you know, what some people refer to as Planet X or Nibiru or however you want to pronounce it. Um, but it does say uh, some science buffs have long believed the, in the existence of a distant ninth planet. But, you know, we're obviously ridiculed by the scientific community for years. Um it says, though, their claims are beginning to uh, be taken more seriously after space experts at the California Institute of Technology revealed that they have found evidence for a giant ice planet that's just beyond Pluto. So they're This now, isn't new. What's that now? This isn't new. This isn't new at all. It's not new at all? Um, then why are people freaking out about it right now? Why did it take I, I this long? No, because maybe it just got into... I remember learning in school that the, it's the cupier belt outside of yes, Pluto. Yes, exactly. has a ton of large bodies in it. Exactly. And one of the reasons why Pluto lost its planetary designation is because there were objects in that belt that were larger than Pluto. So right. this being a planet in that belt is not surprising at all. This is something that has been known about for years. I mean, they knew that there were larger bodies than, than Pluto in that belt already. Absolutely. So now, so but now people are freaking. This is a new one that they found. 
there were other ones out there already that they're not even including into this article. Right. So now people are freaking out, though, because they're they're believing that this is, in fact, Nibiru, Nibiru or however you want to pronounce it, Planet X. And they're, they're claiming, then, that this year would mark the Nibiru Cataclysm, which is uh, this disastrous encounter between Earth and this you know, large planetary object basically um so it's like basically going to either collide with us or be a near miss um is what the fact but i don't that they, i don't see that happening not not the fact that they just found this <laughs> right if it is something new and the fact that it's still past pluto we would have to be traveling at immense amazing speed very in order very to hit us within this year very fast that's what i was thinking too i'm like that's why i just don't see this happening you know, um, so yeah, a lot of people were flipping shit about this. Um, let's see the idea that a planet sized object would collide, uh, or closely pass by earth in the near future has so far been rejected as pseudoscience, uh, and an internet hoax so far. That's, uh, from astronomers and planetary scientists and things of that nature. That's, that's, the general consensus right now. It's all science. I mean, I, I've read about Planet X for a long time. I mean... Right. Um, Zechariah Stitchin wrote a whole... Well, he started a whole series of the Earth Chronicles with a book called The Planet, Planet X. Right. And it's the same thing as Nibiru. Yeah, it's, I, it's one of the same. I definitely think it's possible that there are planets out there that we don't know about that that fall on weird um you know they they don't follow exact uh orbits or maybe they, they follow the same orbit every year but it's not the same as ours there's there's right, nothing no. to say that there's not a planet that follows um like a 90 degree angle orbit to ours and most sure. of the other planets and they said but something about they said something about this one's orbit, and I forget exactly the number. I think it was like a 20,000-year orbit of the sun uh, with a mass 10 times that of the planet Earth. That's what it said in the article. So, But where they're getting that information is still beyond me. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my God. But I just, again, I don't see it happening unless, like you said, that thing was moving at it absolutely immense speeds. I do not see it happening. So I'm going to Well, gonna I'll round us off here with the my last end of the world story and we can <laughs> move on to something else. And this actually has a lot to do well, it has to do with that as well. NASA launches a new Armageddon office to protect us from doomsday. No way. It comes from the blaze. All right, all right. NASA formalized the Planetary Defense Coordination Office within its Planetary Science Division on Thursday with the goal of detecting and tracking near-Earth part of its latest effort to facilitate both national and global efforts to combat potential threats. That is outstanding. This This is a quote. Asteroid detection, tracking, and defense of our planet is something that NASA, its integrity its partners, and the global community take very seriously, said John Grunsfeld, the Associate Administrator for NASA's Science Mission 
Directorate in a statement. While there is no known impact threats at this time, the 2000 Russian super fireball and the recent Halloween asteroid close approach reminds us why we need to remain vigilant and keep our eyes to the sky. Wow. In partnership with the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Department of Defense, amongst other federal agencies, NASA's PDCO will announce asteroid close passes and warnings geared towards any negative impacts, as well as coordinate realistic responses initiatives according to the state. That is freaking awesome. Yeah. NASA currently detects roughly 1,500 near-Earth objects each year, and approximately 90% of those objects are 3,000 feet or larger. According to the Huffington Post, PDCO, however, hopes to set its sight on detecting much smaller objects that are 450 feet or larger because NASA believes that roughly 75% of those smaller objects remain undetected and could cause potential harm. The approved federal budget for the new initiative is now $50 million in contrast to the only $4 million approved for last year's research. Wow. So they got a big old boost. No shit. That is really cool. Now, weren't we just talking about something similar to this just a few episodes back? Yeah. Yes. I yeah. was railing yes. about the fact that we need for this stuff rather than dealing with our own little petty bullshits. Do you uh, do you think the government's listening? Do you think they? I I they, bet where ectoplasm was a direct, <laughs> um, directly involved in the thinking on this. They've got nothing better to do. They're <laughs> sitting around listening to the ectoplasm in their vaulty halls. I guarantee it. Going. Oh, these two a pretty yeah, good idea. Yeah, they're like these some bitches know exactly what they're talking about. That's what they're saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's good stuff though but honestly good for them and you said 1500 near miss cases basically annually near earth objects near earth objects are found every year and we hear about like what maybe a one percent of those <laughs> probably i mean these maybe. are these are ones that are near earth objects but i don't know how much percentage of that are ones that or actually have a collision course, those probably are only like 1%. Um, wow. I do know, I have seen, and I'll post a, one of the pictures with this post on social media when I post it on Tuesday. Have you ever seen a picture of everything they're tracking in the sky? No, I haven't. The, it's it's if you, They take it basically from the perspective of Mars. Okay. I think. Anyways, it shows... Well, okay, I think it's a little bit larger than that. Anyway, they show Earth as a green dot. Sure. They show our satellites as a certain color. Maybe it's a blue dot. And then our satellites as a certain color. And then it shows all of the known objects out there. You know, <laughs> asteroids, meteors, all this other stuff. And it, like, completely almost makes this solid ring around us. Oh, my God. Like, it's like I don't know how we're passing through all this stuff without it hitting us. It's that <sighs> dense. That's ridiculous. Now, I'm very interested to see this stuff. Um, so, yeah, definitely post that crap up on the, on the Facebook page and on the Twitter account and things of that nature. Because that's nuts. That's absolutely nuts. Um... 
Speaking of nuts, <laughs> you're going to love this, my friend. <laughs> you are absolutely going to love this story. <clears throat> Let me just clear my throat. I hope you guys uh, are ready for this because uh, shit's about to get real crazy. The uh, the name name of this article, We Had Sex With Aliens and Gave Birth to Their Babies. Girls make bizarre UFO abduction claim. So, this is Bridget and Aluna. They claim to have 13 alien hybrid babies. So, these women have not only seen a UFO, they, they reckon that they've had sex with aliens and given birth to 13 hybrid babies. Bridget, Nielsen, Aluna, Verse, uh, both from the United States, are part of the hybrid baby community a group of women this is a real thing though a group of women that claim they have children fathered by aliens who live with their dads on giant spaceships what do you you think of that buddy so they don't have any do they have any proof that they actually gave birth oh here we go like have they had examinations Uh, this I don't know but let's let's read on (laughs) The women believe that aliens uh, have been harvesting their DNA to create children uh, that combine the best of both human and alien characteristics and claim that the conceptions happen either through artificial insemination or real sexual encounters. Now, former marketing executive Bridget Nielsen, who apparently has regular contact with her 10 alien hybrid babies, describes her close encounter as out of this world. She says... And I quote, it was an incredible, super primal, super raw, super primal sexual experience. Um, so, yeah, um, there was a real freedom and we were really going for it. <laughs> it was the best sex that I ever had. <laughs> and video game designer Alunaverse, who is 23 year old, 23 year old mother of three alien spawn described how she was seduced by the extraterrestrial in a classroom. Now, this is interesting here, if you uh, listen on here. Um, Aluna says that all of a sudden, I'm sat next to this green reptilian creature and immediately am so sexually turned on looking at this being. She says, I was very surprised. We were making love in this classroom in front of everyone, and everyone turned their attention to us. Aluna says that she was taken on board the ship in a, quote, dream state and described the sex uh, that she had as one of her most vivid memories. Um, now, she they have pictures of the babies. However, they're, they're illustrations, okay? Now, she says, it sounds crazy and people have asked if I'm off my meds, but this really is happening. Now, Bridget, who I said earlier is 27 years old, says that the aliens only procreate with women who want to be taken, which may be why there's so little evidence to uh, back up their claims. So she said they're not just taking our children. They're creating a hybrid race to better humanity. They also go on to say that uh, we believe that there may be hundreds of thousands of women across the world who have hybrid babies. They just don't know about them. Uh, she says, I know people who are married or have boyfriends, and when they tell them, it goes down badly. 
Um, but yeah, they. Um, let's see here. I know. Are what they the, getting child support? Well, I guess they don't, are. They having to pay <laughs> child support. That it doesn't mention in the article. Bridget does say that uh, the aliens only made. Oh, I, I said that before. That they want to be taken. And that's her quote. They want to be taken. Now, for women who believe that they have no alien children, Bridget said that there are certain things that they can look for in their lives that might suggest otherwise. She said that there are signs that you can look for, such as reoccurring dreams about doctor's offices or classrooms, missing times, or false pregnancies. So this could mean, apparently, that you have a hybrid alien child out there somewhere. It says the pair now have plans... Uh, where all the hybrid mothers can now live together in the same home to act as a safe place for their children to then come visit because, you know, it, it, it's heartbreaking, they say, to uh, have these children and not be close to them. Uh, Bridget says it will be somewhat away from the city, somewhere where the children can visit, run free, and express themselves. <laughs> uh, and she says, you know, people do say we're crazy, but we're not. This really is happening to us. Now, Come on. <laughs> I mean, I, I saw this article yeah, and I was just crazy. like, what the frick, man? Like, seriously. I uh, I don't know. What are, what are your thoughts? There's absolutely no evidence whatsoever. None that the article would suggest anyway. They do have photos of them holding um, pictures that, like I said, are illustrations of of their alien hybrid children. Would I think it, I want to track down this group and talk to them. <laughs> what was it? What were they called again? The Oh, I don't know. I'd have to look again. I'm gonna bring this thing uh, back up here. No, it's, uh, it's in there somewhere. Anyway. <clears throat> alien mothers. Something? No, it was the uh, part of the hybrid baby community. Yes, we need to find out the, where that community is online. Okay. We're gonna figure this out. Make sure it's not like government spying, right? <laughs> right. Trying to catch us, catch people that want to have sex with their aliens. <laughs> but um, these oh women are quite—I mean, these women are quite attractive. So they must be like completely nuts. That's what I'm thinking, man. Like they are. I mean, that doesn't mean attractiveness doesn't mean nuts, but no. they are quite attractive. It's not like they're having a problem finding a man on Earth. That's my point, man. Like all they would have to do is just maybe try for a month, maybe three months tops, and I bet they could find a, a good guy, somebody who's not an, an alien. Wanting to embrace that's a little, a little crazy. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fucking crazy, man. It is a lot of crazy. I feel a little creepy, but I don't talking know. about it. Well, I don't know what to think of it because here I am giggling my ass off right now. But at the same time, it's like, what if this were true? What if it were actually happening? Because people well, have I mean, suggested this happen. You know, story a couple months or a month or so ago about the NASA lady that was actually working for NASA that was abducted and used as a sex slave on the moon. Right. I mean, that- this isn't even this isn't any crazier than that story. No, no. It's an alien hybrids is definitely a thing that's possible. 
I think it's possible. Why would they talk about it? But exactly. Why come forward about it? Why come forward? Because now, you, I I don't know. I think that is just unwelcomed. I don't know. Unwelcome coverage. That's what that is. We need to put together a team to go find these kids and well, they're not here for ransom. Yeah, the kids aren't here. They're on the spaceships with their dads. Yeah, we have to go get them. Yeah, kidnap them. We hold them for ransom until these aliens come on our show. I think they're. It'd be considered like hybrid napping, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) I, I guess they're still kids. They are juveniles. Yes, absolutely. So. I'm telling you. I don't know, man. I don't know what to think about it at all. All I do know is my initial my initial thought is they're completely bat crap crazy. <laughs> well, if they were pregnant, like if they were There would be signs, people right? Would, people would know. People would know, especially uh People would know, especially with family, exactly. close people around them would know. And if all of a the sudden they weren't pregnant anymore, <laughs> unless they went and did a little backroom stuff. Right, right. Or just went down to the clinic <laughs> and just made this up to tell their parents that the kid was stolen. I wonder what Christmas is like for, for those ladies. Like, is it just an awkward thing when they show up and everybody's like, shit. Like, (laughs) got to make small talk with them and hopefully not bring up anything about alien babies. (laughs) Like, just make it through the holidays. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, uh, I have, I've definitely have some pretty crazy stories and I believe in some crazy stuff. I do too. But damn it. I, I would have to see more evidence than just them saying that they did this. They would have to come out with... Because if if they were so, pregnant, they probably would have went to a doctor yes. to, to confirm the pregnancy. And then... and Or, you know, up until the point of actually giving birth, they probably hmm. would have seen the doctor a couple times. So here's here's what we should do. I, I, I'm just going to throw this out there. <laughs> let's get them on the show. Let's get them. Let's get them on this show. I will reach out to them and we will get them on the show. Let's get their side of the story because let's, let's face it. The, the article that I just read was not very flattering necessarily. I mean, it wasn't, I mean, it basically just makes them look like, crazy asses. That's what it is. So if we got the actual story from them, obviously we could form our own opinion, but so could our audience. They could could form their own opinion as well. I think that's the only way to do it. (laughs) Sounds good to me. Let's let's make it happen. You're going to have to ask the majority of the questions. Why? (laughs) Because you can do it without fucking laughing. Like, I am going to be on this end. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I'm going to have to mute my microphone a lot, I think. A lot. Because I don't... uh, It's going to be very hard for me to believe this. But if they have pictures and they have, like, actual... Some kind of evidence to prove that they were pregnant. 
Like, I would love to see that. Well, I want to know what their experience, like, did they go to a hotel room or were they sucked up into the ship? Well, that's what it sounds like. Is they the ones that actually remember a sexual experience? I want to hear what that. Oh, actually, I saw. I saw this article on more than one page today. Did you? Okay. And I saw one part of it where they talked about what it was like mind blowingly great sex, like insanely amazing sex. Now, one of them said that it was uh, took place in like a classroom. Now, this would suggest then, like, both of these stories here are suggesting that they were taken on the ship and then you know so apparently what was going down was they you know they were teaching how to how to make love to to earth women or the they were showing off for the aliens telling them how this is how you do it when you pick up your girl i think they were just like they look guys this is how it's done you know what i mean (laughs) but nuts to shame yeah, right. Well, fuck, apparently. Like, <laughs> according to these ladies' stories, it was absolutely mind-blowing. So, what do these aliens, yeah, what do I these mean, aliens know that don't we don't know? judge, but this sounds a little bit like <laughs> maybe they were drugged. Uh, it's very possible. But, but th- I think that's what happened to the babies. But I, I mean, think that's what's uh, important about this. You know, that's what's important about this. Let's... If we got them on the show, we could ask them more. I mean, just about like their social life in general, because you said, you know, were they drugged? That would suggest to me, hey, maybe they were out clubbing. Somebody slipped something. I mean, this is a very real thing here. You know, people slip crap in girls' drinks all the time. It's freaking terrible. Did that happen in this case? What is their social life like? Or are they just, are, are they friends even? You know, it's really, it's really strange to me but I think we need to get at least one if not both of these these ladies on the show to discuss this further sounds good <laughs> oh my god what else do you got for us for news my friend the incredible picture that proves quote Adolf Hitler lived to 95 with his Brazilian lover you know, I saw something about this um came from Express UK. Yes. And you'll see the picture when I post the article. This is the picture that proves Adolf Hitler did not die in his bunker and escaped to Brazil where he lived to a ripe old age of 95. The evil dictator fled to Paraguay via Argentina before settling in a small town in the state of Mato Grosso, Brazil, according to a shocking book. Now I gotta say, man, the uh I don't know there's some show out there that I watched uh, a few episodes of and I think it might have been like Chasing Hitler or something like that I mean it was that is that what it was yeah so uh, was that on like history or discovery or some shit like that I don't know it was on history I actually we mentioned it did we we? well I'm pretty sure I did oh yeah yeah, I was talking about the new extended tunnel to the airport that they just found right now Uh, it's a cool show though it's a very cool show and it would definitely more than suggest that adolf hitler definitely got away did not commit suicide is said to have used the assumed name of adolf leipzig it was known to the 12,000 locals 
in Nasa Shiroto as the old German. The, the man old German. at the center of the controversy claim is pictured two years before his death in 1984, posing happily with his black girlfriend, Katinga. Simon Rene, Simone Rene Guerrero Diaz is one who is writing this book. Okay. Claims they were in the area hunting for buried treasure using a map given to him by friends within the Vatican. And then wow. he came across this picture. Wow. Insists that Hitler was using his lover, Katinga, to hide his true identity. And I, they had a thing in there about how he went into, he needed surgery and went into the local um, hospital or whatever. And one of the nurses told him he had to leave because she recognized him as Hitler. Wow. And then somebody else that worked there said no we need to treat him it, and this is what the article says the order comes from the bad oh wow okay I, I I will say this like how many photos are there out there is there just that one with him posing I mean, with the girlfriend I've seen a couple okay this one the like one they, that I saw they didn't like the one that I saw, and I think the one that you're referencing right now is the one that he's he's standing next to, like his girlfriend, basically. Um, but it, it's it, very overexposed. It like, is. It's very hard to um, tell. The writer of this book claimed, and they didn't show a picture of this. I don't know why. Okay. That she drew a, a mustache, a Hitler mustache, on the picture, on a copy of the picture, and it looked exactly like him. Wow, but I mean, I do know that tens of thousands of Nazis escaped after the war, including yes. Adolf Eichmann and Joseph right. Mengele, and and all kinds of other people. Now, most of them were caught, but if they had already thought Hitler was dead, he would probably be less looked for. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. And I mean, honestly, you think about it. Think back to like history class in fourth grade. I mean, what did you learn? You know, you learn that he freaking you know, committed suicide. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was all that was ever told to us. I mean, that's, I don't know. It's just what well, the history books are telling us. All of this is coming out of, and the, the, the reason that show was put together in the first place is because they actually did a DNA test on the bones. Yes. They had to draw on some other bones that they thought were his, but they ended up being a woman. A female, so yes. they don't have any proof of him Right, being dead, like they don't have anybody, anything, and yeah, we all know the story of that. But sure, there's there's absolutely no proof out there that he actually died, other than people saying that they he did. Well, like I said, man, I watched a few episodes of of that show, and I, I was completely blown away. I was absolutely blown away. Uh, number one, it's well done. Number two, like. I mean, they're using, like, hardcore science in in tracking this man. You know, I mean, it's very, very interesting shit. Very cool. So, but yeah, I, I like I said, I only watched, like, three or four episodes of that, so. But what are your thoughts on that? I definitely think it's possible. I think it's absolutely. And like we mentioned before, I they wanted to end the war, and the 
only way the war would be over is if he was dead or exactly. on trial. So if they weren't able to find him, even if it was a military defeat and they controlled everything, if they weren't able to find him, the war in most people's minds wouldn't be over. Right. It'd be done. It'd still be done. So whether whether it's true or not, he's dead now. Anyways, oh, yeah, very much so. Very much so. And I don't see, I don't think that if, if it came out today that even people within the military and within the government knew that he got away, but they covered it up, yeah, it would be a big story, but I don't think it would be earth-shattering today. Well, no, because who would be implicated for that? Nobody that's alive. Nobody that's alive, were, that's my point. They can, they can just state why and most people would be like well because i don't know i mean i i understand what's criminal about it sure but i don't know if they would be tried today no i mean what would be the point really i don't think there is a point to keep people from covering stuff up today but i don't think that would keep it from happening because we (laughs) all know that they're holding all kinds of secrets from us yeah absolutely they yeah and it kind of sucks but that's Unfortunately, the way it goes. Now, um, is that pretty much all the news that you had for us? I got one more. Oh, you do? Okay, okay. So, taxi drivers in tsunami disaster zone report ghost passengers. Ghost passengers? Yes, this comes from the Telegraph. Nice, all right. UK. Taxi drivers working in towns in northeast Japan that were devastated in the March of 2011 earthquake and tsunami are reporting picking up ghost passengers. At least seven drivers in the coastal town of Ishinomaki where nearly 6,000 people died after it was battered with tsunami waves more than 30 feet high claimed to have countered phantom fares. One of the men told Miss Kudo that a woman, or this is a person that's doing a story for the paper, or okay. for their school. So one of the men told Miss Kudo that a woman climbed into his taxi near Ishinomoke Makai Station. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not sure if I'm getting that right or not, but just a few months after the disaster, she asked him to go to the Minimahama District to which the driver said there was nothing left standing there. The driver recounted that the woman asked, have I died? And then he turned around and looked back and the taxi was empty. What the fuck? Dude, I just got chills right there, man. Wow. (laughs) Another driver directed to a different part of the city by a man who appeared to be in his 20s who was actually riding in there. When he got to his destination, he turned around and the man was no longer in his taxi. Damn. None of the drivers experienced fear of their ghost passengers, but instead regarded their encounters as events to be cherished. Official records show that 15,893 people died as a result of the magnitude 9 earthquake, which lasted for six minutes and triggered tsunamis in places that reached 133 feet high and traveled six miles inland. There's still 2,572 people that are listed as missing. Come on. That's freaking terrible. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, taxi drivers are not the only ones to report seeing ghosts 
in the rubble of Tohoku's coastal communities, there have been numerous reports of spectral figures in residential districts that have been scoured of all buildings and spirits lining up outside shops that no longer exist. Come on. Exorcists have reported helping people who claim to be seeing headless ghosts, missing body, arms, or legs, and people who believe they assume the spirits of some of the dead from the tsunami. Like, they're actually witnessing lines outside of shops of dead people that died in the tsunami. Right. That is just unbelievable stuff. Amazing stuff. Like, I mean, you just telling me the story or whatever about the taxi cab gave me chills. Now I'm imagining lines of people, lines of ghosts trying to, you know, get into some shop that's no longer standing. Yeah. Wow. Somebody needs a goddamn camera. I want to see this. (laughs) I want to see this. Oh. Fascinating. Speaking of camera real quick. Yeah. Off the topic of that. Did you see the story? I didn't write it down, but I'll find it and post it since I'm mentioning it. The fact that everybody now has a phone or camera on their phone and with them all the time may have actually paid off in an alien abduction. Really? I haven't yeah, seen there's this. there's a story that um, this person... Now, the pictures are pretty blurry. There's one that shows a weird a figure in it, and I will have to look into it some more. Okay, but this person claims to have been abducted and was able to take pictures while he was abducted, and it does show a weird figure in one of the pictures. Now they're all kind of wow. like blurred and like have the lot, lot, like light blur on them and sure, stuff. Sure, sure. Which, like, if if you're in that moment, I could see being crazy, you know, yeah. shaking or you know, moving around and having a hard time taking pictures. Well, yeah, everybody these days is like, well, everybody has a camera now. Why aren't pictures of this stuff? You know, that's very true. Up? That is very true. And it, this may be be something that's, yeah, you know, probably will never be solved. But yeah, knows? but that's amazing. Like very, very cool. Um, and this person that that took these photos is I mean alive and well and all that stuff. Everything's fine. Yes. Okay. Well, That's, I don't know about fine. I know he's alive. Right. But yeah, maybe not maybe not well. <laughs> oh my gosh. 913-730-7255. It's the ectoplasm phone number or you can reach out to us via email ectoplasmshow at gmail.com at ectoplasmshow or the ectoplasm show on Facebook. We're going to be posting all sorts of fun fun stuff coming up here we want to well i mean at least i want to and i'm sure you want to we want to start going on to other people's shows yeah i think it'd be a lot of fun i want to i want to go on to other people's shows be interviewed and not only talk about the ectoplasm show but i want to talk about the big deal that's that was starting to be a big deal the kansas city paranormal conference oh my coming gosh out this August. buddy i gotta tell you i am I'm getting so freaking excited for uh, just for the KC Paracon itself. Like, I cannot wait for this to happen. I, I can't believe from when I started this out to be. Well, I can because I figured that right. I would be able to do this. But it's this year's going to be huge. Obviously, yeah. the biggest year yet. Yeah, it'll be the fifth year for it. But when right. I started it, 
Um, this is where I wanted to be, and I think it's going to just get bigger. It, uh, buddy, I'm not lying to you. In another two, three years, you, I don't even know if you're going to be able to uh, <laughs> keep up with this shit. It's going to get, it's going to get way bigger than I think you, than you realize. I know every year you're seeing jumps in attendance. You know. Um, when there is one thing that we do that most other conferences, at least the bigger conferences I know for sure, aren't able to do. Yeah. Not, we we don't, we may, I will put this out there, we may pay one speaker this year if we get them. And you'll see right. why if we do get them. I'm yeah, not going to announce it yet. But yeah. we've never paid any of our speakers the years that I've been affiliated with this since I started it. There was only one year that I didn't work on it. But we because of that, tickets are only $10 a day. Bingo. You come here eight hours of people talking about the paranormal. Yeah, you, you, you can sit down with these people and have conversations. You can go to lunch together. You can, like, walk outside and hang out. Like, last year, we were doing a... It wasn't Periscope, because Periscope videos weren't around quite yet. However, it was... Uh, what's the other video site? We were doing Periscope. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe it was Periscope. I was thinking of something else then. But yeah, so we were outside. We were Periscoping with people and having a freaking ball. I mean, and then we did the group investigation afterwards, which was freaking nuts. Um, and we even did an ectoplasm show from right then, right there. Yeah, that was fun. With the lights out. We turned all the damn lights out and did an ectoplasm show. That was a great time. So... I'm definitely looking forward to doing the exact same thing this year. KansasCityParacon.net. I actually have a waiting list on speakers right now, but that doesn't yeah. mean we won't take you. I have to manage. I, I'm the one in charge of the speakers, and I have to manage the flow of this, and I want a few speakers from every paranormal field out there. I want about even. Yeah. So if there's somebody that kind of fits that bill or that I think would be a better fit, it's sad to say, but I may have to, to tell somebody else I don't have room for them, which well, it's is only... a good and a bad thing to have. Um, but yeah, if you want to be a speaker, if you want to have a table at our booth or at our conference for the weekend, uh, go to the website. For $150, you get a table for the weekend where you can sell whatever you want. If you're not selling, if you just want to promote yourself, it's only $75 for the weekend. Well, trust me on this. Well, let me just say this. If you do have a product to sell or anything like that, it's totally worth the 150 because, number one, that's cheap as hell for a table at any conference. Number two, you're going to make that easily. <laughs> you're going to make that money back uh, no time whatsoever. So it's it's a very, very cool thing to do. Um, God, I just can't wait, man. Like, I cannot freaking wait. And I will say this. If you get the person that you're working on, if you get that person, that person will be on the ectoplasm show. <laughs> like it'll it'll yeah, have to happen. Yeah. We'll make it happen. It will have to happen. Yes. Oh, that being said, we are. I'm planning on getting everybody <clears throat> on the ectoplasm show that will be at the conference. We're going to interview this week. Well, unless things have changed, uh, they may have, but. I don't think they have. We'll have Jeffrey Daughtry, the Christian whistleblower. Yes. He's been on. 
Yes, it's on radio. He's been on Coast to Coast quite a few times. Next month, we're having, or March, we're having David Glidden. Yes. And I, well, I want to get everybody on here. Well, most of everybody on here, especially somebody I know you're excited about meeting this year, a one Antonio Paris. I, yes, we have to get Antonio Paris on this show. Oh, I have to mention right now yes. that Mike Diamond is itching to get on our show. Okay, I, I well, I'm going to call Mike. Show. I'm going to call Mike tomorrow. And, yeah, he, he's ready to get on the show anytime. Sweet. Yeah, I'm going to call Mike, and I'm going to get him on the show uh, because he's just he's a ton of fun anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, the dude is amazing. <laughs> so... Plus, he, he gives us a lot of love over there at uh, Paranormal Warehouse. He he plugs the crap out of this show. He really does. So, cannot thank those guys enough over there. Everybody go sign up for Paranormal Warehouse. I, I post stuff on there. The conference is listed on there. And we need to get all of us over there. It's like Facebook for Paranormal Lovers. Yeah, and it's free, guys. It's yeah, freaking yeah. free. Uh, it's, it's The best thing about it is it's, it's like Facebook... Without the negative horse shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, right now, it's yeah, everybody that's in there just loves the paranormal and doesn't want to bash on anybody. No. And there's not a ton of people that go, we need to build it up to the point, like, where yeah. it's just us buddies hanging around. Exactly. No, it's a really cool atmosphere over there. So, but anyway, I hope you guys are doing good. Uh, Have a great rest of the week, and we're going to see you on Friday morning, bright and freaking early. So (laughs) I hope you guys are doing well. Have a great rest of the week. Talk to you soon. Peace out.